You're listening to Maximum Medicine Radio with host Doc Martin. Stay tuned in or call in. You won't want to miss what's happening next. How do you step into your maximum potential? How do you connect your spiritual drive with your physical path? Stick around as Doc Martin takes listeners on a journey through the seen and unseen, the accepted and the unbelievable. Get ready to meet the maximum you the world needs on Maximum Medicine Radio with Doc Martin now. Hi, everybody. I'm Doc Martin on Maximum Medicine, and I am thrilled to have Professor Irvin Laszlo here with us. We're going to talk about his new book, The Survival Imperative. Professor Laszlo, as you know, is a prolific author. He is a thought leader. He has written over 100 books, the majority of which are focused on quantum consciousness. And you remember back in 2007, he wrote about the Akashic field. Well, he is still going strong, keeping our thoughts steered towards the evolution of our species and the planet. So Professor Laszlo, thank you for what you've done before and what you're doing now. And I'm so happy to have you here. Well, it's my pleasure. It's very, very good to talk with you and carry on this wonderful work that you have started and you are conducting with much enthusiasm. It's wonderful. So you have a new book, The Survival Imperative, and it feels, to me, it feels very timely. Well, I think certainly it is because we are actually in a position where our survival on the longer term survival is by no means assured. We have a number of processes that we talk about unsustainability, unsustainable processes. A number of these things, starting with climate change and going to the refugee crisis, to the health crisis, and and uh, political wars and political crisis, a number of processes that could degenerate into a critical condition, and that would threaten the survival of the majority of the human population. And what that would mean in terms for the rest is unforeseeable, but it's not not encouraging. So I think truly we have to talk about our actions, our behavior in such a way that it becomes sustainable, a sustainable development, an upwards trend. You know, we can't stay put the same way. We either go down or go up. And unsustainability means that we must change. Right. You know, chance to change comes with a crisis. Crisis is a passport for change because the old habits, the old uh, customs have been loosened up, are uh, being questioned more and more. And you know, people either react with pessimism and say, never mind, I just do my own thing and try to get along as best I can and forget about the rest. Or they respond saying, waking up, yes, maybe now is a chance we can change. We can become the change, as Gandhi said, that we want to see in the world. That is a great, great development. Both trends, the pessimist and the and the, and the constructivist trends, are going strong, going on. Our task, as I see it, is to reinforce that positive, constructive trend, which shows that we can be masters of our destiny. We can take our own evolution into our hand. The chance is now because the chance is now when we know that change is happening, change is coming, 
And it's up to us which way it is going. A tremendous historic opportunity. So one of the things you outline in your book, The Survival Imperative, are the things we must be willing to do. And for getting, for allowing the old to fall away. You talk about getting rid of your outdated beliefs and being willing to rethink what you thought was true before and be willing to be brave enough to say the emperor has no clothes. Indeed, indeed. You've got it very right. I think the key or to this big choice between down or up is with us, more particularly with our mindset, the way we think about ourselves and about the world, whether we see us as interconnected wholes evolving to higher levels of coherence, which is a, a historic, biological, social trend as well, or whether we just give up and say, never mind, I just... Mm -hmm take care of myself, prayers of my family and my company, but don't bother me with the rest. So this the change, the difference between the two is our way of thinking, is our mindset, our values, our perspective. So that's where the, the real crux of the matter is. That's what we have to attack and say, what is wrong with the old mindset? We can spell that out very clearly because it's all based on a popular notion of science. The old mindset was based on Newtonian science, on Darwinian science, on Freudian science, you know. And the new mindset is now, it should be based on quantum science, on the new evolutionary biology, and the new health comes concept of, of health and healing, and the completely different ways of thinking, a different paradigm, as we call it. And that depends on us. Forget the old, try to move toward the new. You have you have pointed that out exactly. This is what I want to say in my book. Provide some pointers. These people, how you can become a better person. And by becoming a better person, you create a better world around you. One of the things that I'm very struck by, and I want to comment about it, in the global, which you talk about in your book, and then bring it down to something more personal. You talk about the implicate order of evolution, the unfolding, and that there is indeed process. There is indeed structure of how things change. It's not just chaos and, you know, two forms happen to bump into each other and therefore make something else. And I've been reflecting on that both with my meditation group and in my healing work. I'm a physician and an alternative healer. The idea that we can return to the nature of order, that we can return to the original template. So instead of thinking that everything, and I'm talking about this on a more microcosm, that everything is in concrete to recognize that there is in this quantum consciousness, in the interdependence, there is a structure for unfolding in the nature of order, in the intelligent design. Exactly right. Exactly right. You know, young people in Star Wars talk about the force, 
and say, be the force, be with you. The force is something that acts on us. And it's supernatural in the sense that it's not purely physical or biological, but it's super physical, actually, because it's there in the universe. It's what makes a difference. Why isn't this universe just a heap of swirling quantum clouds, plasma? This is how it started, 13.8 billion years ago. And since then, it has been organizing itself. The very first elements of order were the gravitational field, where the Pauli exclusion principle, whereby only some electrons can find their way around the nucleus in, in trajectories in the, in the shells and not others. The world is organized, has been organized from the very beginning. We count evolution to have started, the evolution of this universe, we don't say the all universe, possible universes, the cosmos is maybe larger, but evolution of this universe, the birth of this universe started with the Big Bang. As uh, could be, of course, a repeating event, but this universe started at that time. All processes have started, and these are ordered, coherence-seeking processes. The universe is becoming more and more coherent as time is passing. More and more things get organized. More and more things get attuned to each other. This coherence and attunement is much more and much more different, much finer, much subtler than just chemical interactions of the old-fashioned kind. So this is more, as you know, in, in your health field, this is more than a, a chemical machine, this body of ours. This is also an informational system in which resonance plays a role, attunement plays a role, mm -hmm. getting, getting on the same wavelengths in terms of frequencies and phase. I mean, all this is taking place. This universe is not a random universe. It couldn't be. It turns out when you make calculations, the complexity of the of the elements of this universe, including the beings that have emerged on Earth, is such that random processes are very very unlikely to have led to led to it. As we say, you know, random processes. If a, a, a blind monkey paging through, sitting uh, at a typewriter, you know, it will eventually type out the collected works of Shakespeare, sure, given infinite time. We don't have infinite time. Right. We had that period since the Big Bang. And in that period, it's unlikely that the DNA of a fruit fly would have come about purely by chance processes. There is order, coherence behind it, underneath the world. And that is our big chance to recognize it, to align with it, to go with the force, and not neglect it or even go against it. That's the big challenge. We can meet it. This is our chance to meet it. And here, with people like yourself, we have a chance to create better health because we know that our body is a natural system and a system ordered and oriented toward higher and higher levels of order and coherence. Not mechanical order, not biochemical order either, information order. You mentioned the 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 or the implicate order. These are terms used in the quantum physics by David Bohm, especially. The implicate order is simply the force that underlies all things. It orders by so-called hollow movement. It orders 
what is called the explicate order, which is the world as we experience it, the world of space and time, of atoms and molecules and cells. The implicate order informs this. It's, it's a template. It's the basic structure, which is being carried forward and applied as the, uh, and the interactions proceed in the explicate order. A very different concept from the mechanical Newtonian universe. What I love about coherence and resonance and attunement is not only are those things what we need to do with our consciousness, with our interdependence of all living creatures, but also what we need to do in our daily life. Because those concepts are indeed overcome our intolerance, take on, allow diversity, um, be resonant with those around us despite their differing beliefs. Those, so those are daily actions that can um, hold the same energetics as these more um, perhaps esoteric concepts. Fortunately, the human consciousness also has a deeper template. It has something which moves that consciousness towards recognition of our similarity, even of our oneness. Mm -hmm. And the way this is expressed in our psyche is through this old-fashioned but powerful concept of love. We feel some attraction. We feel something, a love toward other things with which we can unite, with which we can join together. We are not little mechanical uh, little balls of, of, of a Newtonian, marble balls of a, universe, of a Newtonian universe. We are highly complex, ordered, coherent-seeking systems. And that means that we can express this. We can feel it, we can act accordingly, and we can recognize it. When young people talk about universal, unconditional love, they are on the right tack, exactly. Unconditional, not for doing love, for getting something in return, but because we know that it is part of us. We are at a universe where all things move together, move toward each other. The Great Upshift, by the way, the title of my very latest book will be published in October, called The Great Upshift. This is the message that we try to get across. Yes, the survival imperative and the great upshift are elements of this whole movement toward higher levels of order and coherence. We can align with it, we can join it, we can go with the force, and then we strive. Not only do we survive, we can strive. That is the secret of health, mm -hmm. as you well know. So in our last few minutes, what advice or guidance would you give the listener, the reader, um, of how ways to take action in their daily life? Well, a few pointers I'm trying to give in this book. You mentioned yourself about trying to revise our beliefs, or, 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 or the way that we think the world is, a worldview. That's one thing. But there are so many ways that we can go about this. We can get it from the new sciences. If you read the new science books, I just now got, got it under my hand, 
a new book by Deepak Chopra that hasn't been published yet. He has sent it to me to ask for, a, for an endorsement, which I'm delighted to do. It's precisely that. It's the quantum universe, the quantum body in the quantum universe. It's doctors are discovering it. Avant-garde doctors are discovering it. And avant-garde physicists are discovering it. That is the advice I would say is listen to science on the one hand, but listen to your own experience, to all natural inclination. We all have an inclination toward joining forces with others. I've lived through the very last days of World War II in my native city, Budapest in Hungary. And I witnessed an almost a miraculous reordering of chaos as the Russian army came in and, and they defeated the Nazi army. There was almost total chaos and, and the things started ordering themselves. And there was a sense of rejuvenation of coming together from the, from the chaos, finding how we can work together. Solidarity is born when we are in crisis, not only selfishness and self-ordering. Solidarity, working together, is, the, is, is deeply embedded in us. This is a tendency. And I would say, listen to that tendency. Mm -hmm. Recognize that underneath the crisis, that underneath the experience, the traumas that we experience, the problems in the economy or in the environment, in, in the political and, and, and security field, on, on, on the new information systems as well, artificial intelligence, all these problems, all they pale when you get, when you consider them in light of the fact that we ourselves are oriented beings beings that do not just do anything that comes their way, that have a preference. This preference, it's been called the life force, it's been called the evolutionary force, mm -hmm. evolutionary impetus. There are so many names have been given to it. It's more than blind mechanical interactions among between atoms and molecules, much more than that. It is a dynamic sense of becoming whole, becoming one through this force, which is so difficult to identify, but it's it's more than anything anything that we can do. It's still really the mo movement of the universe toward wholeness. Recognize it, allow it to guide your steps. Don't force it. It's not something we have to dictate. It's something we have to allow to to surf to surface, to become a part of our conscious daily existence. It's called illumination. It's called it's called the higher spiritual level. It's not. It may be mysterious, but it's not just pure miracle. It's not ununderstandable. It's the basic force that holds the atoms together in molecules, holds the molecules in cells and the cells in organisms. That is the key element in this in this universe and the key to our health. Going visit, we are healthy and we thrive. That is the message I would say. Allow it for deep consciousness to sign force and then to go with the force. Go with the sense that you have, that you belong to something larger than you are individually. We all do. That is the way to health and to thriving. That's our way to make it through and then thrive. Indeed. Yeah. Professor Laszlo, thank you so very much for being with us. 
I will send you the link when we do post this. I'm going to edit it and put in some more and give the the listener some detail. But I appreciate you. I have learned so much from your books and from your thinking. So on the behalf of myself and the listeners, thank you so very much. Well, thank you for this interview and for the work you are doing. It's absolutely necessary, absolutely vital. So I was very pleased to have this chance to, to talk with you. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Uh... Tune in to Reinventing You with me, Danielle Silverman, on the second and fourth Monday each month at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. In today's world of ever-constant evolution, the only career change that matters is when what you do matches who you are. On Reinventing You, you'll find concrete tools to help you embrace change and feel optimistic and inspired about your future. It's your vision, your life. Be passionate. Feeling overwhelmed by life and underwhelmed by your prospects, unheard and unappreciated? Vibrant Voices gets joyful about authenticity and reshaping your reality. Join Christine Vibrant and guests on Vibrant Voices and give your voice a chance to be represented. Streaming live on the second and fourth Thursdays of every month at 8 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. We look forward to seeing you there. Are you living life in full expression? Join me, Beth Wolf, on Life in Full Expression each Monday at noon Pacific time on TransformationTalkRadio.com. To learn how to explore, elevate, expand, and live your best life, discover the seven dimensions of life blueprint of expression. Get ready to fully express, develop your limitless capacity, and experience amazement to become an igniter and inspire. Visit BethWolf.com to discover the dynamic coaching of life in Tune in to Maximum Resilience with me, Kelly Bazzani, your ally for addiction, the first Monday of each month at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Join us and engage in this epic journey of how to own your power and change your perception of addiction while we revolutionize the approach that ensures mental health as we address a worldwide epidemic. Take the steps that lead you towards an incredible life of maximum resilience. We do recover. Visit My Resilience Coach, a book that actually has healing power. Introducing you to Maximize Your Healing Power by Dr. Sharon Martin, available now for pre-order. This book takes you on an empowering journey that teaches you how to have control over your own health, bridging the divide between Western medicine and shamanic practices of energy healing. Pre-order today and get a free bundle of gifts from Dr. Sharon Martin and several of her partners. For more information, visit drsharonmartin.com. Hi, everybody. So that was a wonderful treat to have Professor Laszlo with us talking about his new book, The Survival Imperative upshifting our consciousness. And what I want to spend the rest of the time talking about is concepts from his book. Now you should know that these are all things that he teaches. And his book is The Survival Imperative, um, Upshifting to Conscious Evolution, 
a guide to returning peace and harmony to the planet. And as you know, Professor Laszlo is a deep thinker. He's a philosopher, a systems um, manager. He thinks about the deep things of the universe, and we can learn a lot from him. So let me start with sharing with you the things that I found important in his book. Just remember that the universe is not mechanistic. It's not predetermined. It does not operate in rigid fashion. There are combinations of possibilities available. And so when those of us who think about the alchemy of the universe and the magic of the universe, that's really true. There are things that happen outside of the predictable and things that happen that are not just random encounters. So in our survival imperative, how we as humans can really help, it's a call to action for doing things to improve our survivability as a species and the survival, survivability of the earth. We are called to act in certain ways. We have to start thinking more creatively and with more diversity. So that means we have to tolerate those who don't think like us. In fact, we want to embrace that. And when we embrace that, we are actually amplifying the possibilities. So we are going to aim for embracing, incorporating, cooperating, contact and communication internationally and interculturally. And I know that doesn't seem very possible right now, the way the world is going, but we sustain diversity and we will sustain our species. We also need, the second point he makes is to adopt a culture of nonviolence so that we have solidarity and mutual understanding. And along with that is to have the concept of equality, and that includes financial equality as well. When we are able to appreciate the excellence of the human spirit in all its manifestations, we are indeed operating the way the universe does, having multiple configurations. Each of us has a soul configuration, having multiple possibilities so diversity and um, mutual understanding of even things that are different from us. In keeping our survivability, keeping us as a sustainable species and the earth, we need to take on a planetary consciousness. And many spiritual teachers teach us about this. We have to start remembering that we are interdependent on every other living thing, every star body, every celestial configuration, every part of the earth, because that interdependence is how we survive. And again, in today's fractured and factioned world, this may not seem possible. So the other call that Dr. Laszlo makes, and I'm summarizing pieces out of his book, The Survival Imperative, is we want to upshift to conscious evolution. Well, what does that mean? 
mainstream science has us locked down in mechanistic cause and effect. Even physiology is seen that way. Even the way we approach medicines, that we target a specific pathway. But we have to start considering the existence of forces that empower evolution. In fact, the universe is built with an attractor pattern drawn to outcomes that are wholeness oriented. So what does that mean? Well, we think, and we used to think that all of our interactions, in fact, medicine was very clear when I was being taught this, that we had um, genetic changes because of one in a million random mutation in our genome. Well, we now know that that is not true, that there is more than this slow-moving mechanistic random mutation idea, that there is actually an attractor pattern in the universe attracted to the orientation towards wholeness. There are healers who are starting now to work in the information field. And that means they are tapping into the information that exists on a quantum level for the morphogenetic patterns of our species and of individuals. And when you do that, you are really tapping in to the information that has in the universe our template for how we operate. And this is, again, aimed towards wholeness and well-being. Everything is a coherence-driven and a flow of information. So that is what Dr. Laszlo calls the mystic truth. <clears throat> One of the other things that is important is we have to change our individual thinking. We have to be willing to create fundamental change. And that is even within ourselves because our current world situation is unsustainable. How do we do that? Well, one of the first things that we can do is to forget things that are obviously insane. Stop believing things that are obviously insane. And he calls on us to question irrational practices. What does that mean? Well, he brings up some examples that are, that we have weapons, but they're more dangerous than the conflict they're actually being used in. We have this incredible overproduction of food in the world, and yet so many people are in abject poverty. Question those kinds of practices. That doesn't make sense in the big picture, in the big realm. So when people start to try to put that in front of you and say that this is the way to go, it's time to say, no, doesn't make sense. That's an insane belief. We also want to question what we've previously aspired to. We aspire to efficiency, that we can make it, make it, make it because we can and we're so good at it. But is it really a necessary thing? Does it benefit us? Just because it can be produced doesn't mean that it's beneficial. 
And I don't know how many of you out there are blues enthusiasts, but I am. Um, Joe Bonamassa is like the best. Now, he's not as good a guitarist as Stevie Ray Vaughan, but, you know, Joe's pretty darn good. And he has a song that I always love because the title is so perfect. Just because you can don't mean you should. And that goes with things that just because we can technologically do these things doesn't mean we should. Is it really important in some of these um, technological advances to keep doing them? Does it really benefit us? Does it bring us towards coherence? And does it bring us towards well-being? The other thing that we want to ask ourselves is, is it always true that newer is better? Does it really go to say that everything that we consider new equals progress equals phenomenal? We have to ask ourselves if that's really true. The other thing that's a very ingrained thing in our society, and we're all guilty of it, is that we value everybody calculated in money. And we need to shift that and get rid of that. That has set us upon a culture that is about inequality. It's about hierarchy. It's about um, the haves and have nots. And it's time to question that operating system. It is not a sustainable operating system. The other that's so prevalent in today's um, politics is this idea that it's my country, right or wrong. Well, we're not really countries. We're a species. We're humankind trying to sustain ourselves with the earth. So we have to step outside of that limiting belief that just because it's my country doesn't mean I have to back it up and that we don't have to always um, stick with that and that patriotism may not always be what should move our species forward. There's one other thing that um, Dr. Laszlo talks about as a insane belief is if you sort of think, oh, well, I can't fix it, so what do I care about the future? Or I'm not going to be here anyway. And those of you who may uh, remember my interview recently with Stefan Schwartz, one of the great um, laws of change to be a change agent was for you to believe in something even if it didn't happen in your lifetime because you are putting your energy out to the future. You are putting your intention out to the sustainability of the species that you don't have to see results in the next 50 years that you'll be alive. So the idea that the future is none of your business needs that needs to go out the window. And we'll just take a short break here and we'll be back in a minute to talk more about Professor Laszlo's book, The Survival Imperative, Upshifting to Conscious Evolution. We'll take a short break.
a book that actually has healing power. Introducing you to Maximize Your Healing Power by Dr. Sharon Martin, available now for pre-order. This book takes you on an empowering journey that teaches you how to have control over your own health. Bridging the divide between Western medicine and shamanic practices of energy healing. Pre-order today and get a free bundle of gifts from Dr. Sharon Martin and several of her partners. For more information, visit drsharonmartin.com. Life Engineering, processes that combine science, wisdom, and spirituality to create a life of alignment on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Join host Gabriella Embon and Dr. Pat every first and third Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific for Wisdom Nuggets, step-by-step guidance to uncover the processes that help create the perfect synergy between your mind, body, and spirit to realize your true potential. Get ready for some magic wisdom on how to create a life of no regrets. Visit coachingacademy.net. Are you a badass with big dreams? Then you need to join Confident AF Live, taking your mindset next level to get next year's results today. With me, Brandon Foster. Tune in every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on Transformation. The The Relevance of Now podcast has been created to assist you Hi, everybody. I'm back. I'm Doc Martin on Maximum Medicine. I'm summarizing following the interview with Professor Laszlo and summarizing the concept in his book, The Survival Imperative, Upshifting to Conscious Evolution. Now, you've heard me rave on and on about Professor Laszlo. He's an incredible thinker, a genius, um, and very tapped in to the quantum field and the universal and our interdependence. And so I am just breaking down for you some of the ideas in his book. These are his ideas. I am not taking any credit. I'm just hopefully teaching you about them and things that I found were very powerful when I read this book. So we talked about being willing to get rid of in sane beliefs and to change our thinking and to question. Well, the other thing we have to do is be willing to get rid of beliefs that are outdated. We used to think that the environment was inexhaustible. I see this in Pennsylvania where I live. People are logging. They are doing cutting all the hardwoods. i don't I should probably not talk about this too much. It gets me upset. But I every time that happens, I think, do you realize some of these trees are 150 years old? And you're just taking it and thinking that trees are going to spring up everywhere and replace it. It's not going to happen if we don't have a sustainable practice. So the idea that the un, the environment is inexhaustible reservoir, that's not true. We need to get rid of that that belief. That's outdated. Another outdated belief is life is a struggle where only the fit survive. Well, each of us has an information field in our field connected to the universal where there is a trophic pattern, an attractor pattern to move towards well-being and coherence to health and to resonating with the original species morphogenetic field. 
So it's not just about how you've got to scramble um, or if you're the fittest, you're going to get to the top. Um, life is welling up inside of us. We are filled with the flow of life force. And when we can resonate with that universal field, we can continue to be in harmony with our original morphogenetic pattern. So we have to get rid of that outdated belief. Another is what we see in action, that the more you consume, the better you are. Well, that's kind of like being valued on money. So you can have three cars or you can have um, a really expensive car or your house can be a million dollar home or all of these things that you can acquire and consume doesn't make you better. And it doesn't help your energy field resonate with the universal field. It does not help you resonate towards sustainability of our species. So that is an outdated belief. Now, I know many of you were my generation where we were taught by our parents that there are things you want to acquire to show that you've made it in the world. Well, we should probably change that thinking. Why don't we instead think about how do we make a difference in the world, regardless of how the house we live, the car we drive, regardless of those material constructs that do not give us value. They do not make us better in terms of the survivability of the human species. Another outdated belief is that everything is reversible. Well, it's not true. The environment is one of those key places. And I know you guys have seen pictures of plastics in the ocean and the numbers of fish that are dying and the whales that are beaching because of uh, different change in sounds from the boats going by. This is not all reversible. And we have to start thinking as global and universal citizens and our interdependence in order to help shift some of these problems. So what are the shifts? And again, these are Professor Laszlo's teachings to us from his book, The Survival Imperative. Shift yourself away from competition to reconciliation and partnership. Now, I thought about this for myself because, you know, we all think that we're doing so great and we're all so proud of ourselves, but it's harder to look at our shadow sides. I go into competition with others around me when I'm afraid that I'm not good enough or I'm afraid I don't make a difference. I've seen that in groups in my spiritual community. We're supposed to be so elevated. I've had moments where I'm not so elevated. So I have to do my own work in terms of partnership, in terms of recognizing, again, this speaks to tolerating and embracing diversity, cultural diversity, to connect and communicate that the universe is filled with diverse things. And I think about that when I think about the energetics and each of us having our, call it our soul frequency, why not have a million, trillion, billion, anyway, tons. So I have to get over my shadow side in order to really make this shift. And you can too. 
The next shift is to shift from greed and scarcity to sufficiency and caring. This also, I think, is a thing of fear. If you're afraid you don't have enough, you grasp, like there's not enough slices of the pie. We want to shift from separation to wholeness. Again, we are not different. We may look different, we may be diverse, but we are still humans in a species trying to survive on a planet in the universe. How do we support more of the things that are hopeful? So Dr. Laszlo talks about some of the best ways are to deepen into your self-exploration When you go into the altered states of prayer and meditation, you see the interconnectedness and you see the interdependence. So do more of those. And when you have an aesthetic experience, so nature is my go-to, but art, music, architecture, when you experience beauty, you can feel those threads of interconnectedness. So finally, to summarize some of what I thought were the key elements in his book, he lists 10 new commandments. And I I love these because anyway, well, he's just brilliant. So live to meet your needs and objectives without hindering the chances of others. Live with respect for the right to life and economic and cultural development of all. Live to safeguard the right to live in a viable environment for all living beings. Pursue happiness and freedom in harmony with the integrity of nature and consider others' happiness and freedom. Require political leaders to relate to others peacefully and in the spirit of cooperation. Well, somebody might say, how do I do that? I have no influence on a political leader. Yes, you do. Vote them out. Participate in political protests if you need to. But have demands that our political leaders have the imperative themselves to cooperate and operate peacefully. Require business leaders to accept responsibility for not just their shareholders, but for all stakeholders. That means all of the consumers as well. So how do you do that? Well, you don't buy it. If it doesn't operate in the way that you think it should for the well-being of the universe, boycott with your keep your dollars away. Require the public media to provide reliable information to allow informed decisions. Well, that's a hard one because the media is a mess nowadays. They've got caught up in stuff that they kind of went down the rabbit hole, in my opinion. So find sources of information that have been known to be unbiased and accurate. Um, Those may not be the mainstream media. You may have to find a smaller um, news outlet. 
make room for others to live a life of dignity, free from abject poverty. That's a big one. So many people, this idea that we can have and have and have and someone else can't, allow everybody to have an equal share at the basics in life. Dignity, roof over your head, food, ability to make it through the world. Work with others to provide essential balances, excuse me, to preserve essential balances of the environment and do that locally. You may not be able to affect globally, but you can do that locally. Now, this sounds kind of silly and maybe not not that big of a deal in the universal picture, but I am very, my land, which isn't a lot, compared to what's you know around in this in my area but this is a place where there's no hunting allowed and i don't use any chemicals on the hay fields or in the pond or on my lawn so i'm really i'm really trying to make those decisions for myself and in that in that decision I'm putting my intention for the improvement of the earth and for the sustainability of the earth. And the last thing Professor Laszlo called us to do is help our young people that really are our future make ethical decisions about the future. And these are ways, forget your insane beliefs, get rid of your outdated beliefs, aspire to new and hopeful things, find ways of aesthetics and beauty and interconnectedness, and live with these 10 new commandments. So thank you for listening, and thank you, Professor Laszlo, for teaching us this. This is all about upshifting to conscious evolution, the sustainability of our species on this earth. Thank you. I'm Doc Martin, Maximum Medicine, and I'll see you next time. Thank you. You've been listening to Maximum Medicine Radio with Doc Martin. Tune in next time while the doc talks health, spirituality, and the impact your beliefs have on every part of who you are, body and soul. Doc Martin unpacks the challenges we face as human beings and teaches callers to open the door between the scientific and the mystical. To learn more about Doc Martin and Maximum Medicine, visit www.sharonmartinmd.com.